Hey guys, I'm back with episode 6 of Therapy Sessions with Kayla. This is another tea of the week. Again, if you don't care about TikTok drama, you may not want to be here because that's what this is going to be about. Um, this week has been absolutely insane, whether it actually be about the drama or just my life in general, because I think a lot of people forget that like I'm still in school and I'm a human being and I had midterms this week. And so many people were like, can you talk about this? You need to talk about this. And I was going live like every night trying to, you know, be there for everybody. And it was like, it was a lot with, with school and TikTok and the expectations. And I think I, I kind of went off on people a little bit. Um, my psychic abilities have come into play this week a lot too. I went to the crystal store yesterday. I made a TikTok about that. You should go watch it. And I got this really amazing manifesting crystal. Sel it's selenite? Selenite? I don't even freaking know. But it's so beautiful and so amazing. And I manifested with it last night and did really well on one of my midterms today. So, just throwing it out there. I'm pretty sure I'm psychic. But... On to the tea of this week. It's been so crazy in TikTok drama, and I kind of hate weeks like this when it is crazy. Yes, it's content for me to film, content for me to talk about if you guys want it, and most of the time people are asking me about it. Sometimes, though, I think everybody has to understand, like, it gets a little overwhelming when every single one of my comments is about a specific thing, and I don't want to have an opinion on that thing, because, I mean, obviously there's a lot of things... I have opinions on in TikTok and in the TikTok world, but I don't want to have an opinion on everything, especially people's like relationships. It's starting to feel weird when I have to comment on people's relationships all the time and I don't really know what's going on. So that was weird. But <laughs> with that, most of the tea has been about people's relationships. Um, so first of all, if you don't know who Spence Wa is, you should go look him up on TikTok, but he was dating this guy named Louis, and they were doing really well. Everything seemed really, really good, loved them together at the time, but now it seems as if they've broken up. Every single piece of evidence that they were ever together has been deleted off of both of their social medias, and a lot of people have recognized this and have noticed this and have made videos about this. I know my For You page has just been full of, like, Spencer and Louie broke up, and it's like, oh my god, what? Um, but I think, if you do know who those people are, I think for a baby relationship, you know, for a relationship that was only a month or two in, they were spending an unreasonable amount of time together. Like, and, and Spencer even said, oh, I'm spending the weekend without my boyfriend. And then all of a sudden they've broken up and it's like one weekend apart and you're going to break up. I'm confused. Um, but it seemed like they were very much so with each other at every moment of every day. And is that particularly healthy? I don't think so. You guys know my opinion on that. I am a firm believer in get into a relationship when you are in a point of independency in your life, get into a relationship when you don't need one, but want one um and do not fully inundate your life with your relationship have your own life have your friends spend time with your friends go out and do things and it just seemed like they were a little too on top of each other for that to actually last which is depressing because i feel like spencer was super happy and he made spencer super happy and they were doing well and then somehow they're just not but who knows um so that was that on spencer then we have the hate on Noah's photo shoot, which, by the way, I'm going to be honest, 
I did not see any hate. I did not look at comments under it, but I saw on Hannah Kosh's TikTok that she had mentioned him getting a bunch of hate. And even I reposted it on my story and I had someone text me and be like, Kayla, what is that? Why does he look like that? And I was like, it's literally artistic. It's art. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. He looks amazing. And they were like, it's weird art. It's weird whatever. Like, I don't, I don't like it. And I was like, well, maybe you're just not comfortable with a man being ridiculously comfortable with his sexuality, but that's on you. Um, I think this again goes kind of, a lot of the hate that he's getting on it, I think goes back to Harry Styles and Address. If we're going to go back on that, I think it's very much so just like Harry Styles and Address on Vogue. He's wearing heels and stockings. Oh my God, it's the end of the world. No, Noah Beck is going, and I don't think people understand this, but I, I'm reading his vibes and his mind and innocence, and I'm pretty sure that he is going for that Harry Styles, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, like untouchable fame that he knows people are, he's just that comfortable with himself and in his popularity that he's not so concerned about what these people that he nefes- like wouldn't really agree with necessarily think. Um, I think he just doesn't care what they think. And here we are. But him getting a lot of hate, I've seen it from her post. I saw on both sides there were a lot of gay men saying that they didn't like it. There were just a lot of, of course, homophobic people in general that didn't like it. And again, Noah is straight. He's ridiculously comfortable in his sexuality. And I think that this really was meant to be an artistic representation of things. This was supposed to just be a magazine cover. And again, people are going to run with it and act like it's the end of the world because he wore a pair of heels. And frankly, that's a gender construct. And you are looking at it as a gender construct if you're angry about it, because at the end of the day, wearing heels is not just a feminine thing. Anybody can put on a set of heels. Anybody can wear mascara. Anybody can fix their hair. I mean, anybody can do any of that stuff. Anything that you think is inherently female is probably not. Probably has nothing to do with that. It has to do with society around us and gender constructs. And I'm very here for the shoot. I thought it was gorgeous. That's why I reposted it. I thought he looked amazing. So that was that on that for me. Um, Then I watched a video from Hannah Koch about Tony and SJ and Tony coming out and saying, that the world that, you know, their world, the influencer world is not what you think it is. And you're getting one side of people and one side of a perspective and you are not getting the full vibe. And I agree with him on that. Oddly enough, I don't agree with Tony Lopez on many things. Um, But I agree with the fact that he's looking at things from that perspective. Um, In a sense, I get it. I get that You really are only seeing one side of people, and it is so easy to portray one side of yourself on social media. I do it. I know everyone does it, you know? I'm sure, and I expect that if I ever go out to LA, Bryce Hall is not going to be the Bryce Hall that I see on YouTube or that I see. I think, yes, he's an authentic human being, but I think he's way more chill and normal than people tend to give him credit for. Same thing with Noah. Same thing with Addison. Same thing with Dixie. I think your online persona is always a heightened version of yourself or a slightly tweaked version of yourself. I don't think you can fully be yourself in a sense of protection. You can't fully be yourself online. If you are fully yourself online, then all of the hate you receive is 
completely and utterly directed towards you. And nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to think about that. So I think that that's where Tony was coming from. Of course, I don't know what I think or feel about the Tony Lopez great scheme situation kind of thing that's going on with the girls and all that and him getting canceled. I really don't know how I feel about that. Um, and I don't get either perspective. He's never come out and said, I did not fully 100% do that ever. This is the proof and the evidence that I have that I never did that. Just laying it out. He's never done that. And I didn't see in much of the evidence that these girls were calling upon to make this case. I, my For You page is not catered towards any of this. Like, I think people mistake. My For You page is about my past life as a pirate, um, college life, cooking, and babies. That is what my For You page looks like. It does not have any of these people or any of this stuff. So when people bring up people like Ava Louise or people like Zoe Laverne or people like Tony, Tony Lopez or people bring up drama, half the time I have no idea what you're talking about. I have to go searching for this stuff because it's never on my For You page. Um, but then Tony posted a picture with SJ and that was very controversial because of course, like, is SJ really still with this guy? If all that stuff is true, is he really still with that guy? I, like, that's appalling to me. I think SJ deserves better if, if what he did was true. If all of that stuff was true, then yes, SJ, move on, honey child. Find yourself somebody better and just move with your life because that's not it. Um, and, and that's a great segue into the next couple that I'm going to talk about. Um, Bryce and Addison. The Bradison stuff that has happened this week has been utterly and completely ridiculous, and it shouldn't have exhausted me, because frankly, it's not my relationship, it's not my problem, but it exhausted me because of how much people pressured me or expected me to talk about it. And I went live, and it was like every other question was about Bradison, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. And I saw Johnny went live this morning. This is Thursday. So on thurs Thursday morning, he was live. He was drunk. He was doing his thing, and everybody just kept asking about Bryce, Noah, Addison, what was going on? And he's like, you guys, this just, and ended the live. Like, he was royally, royally pissed that people didn't even want to ask him about his life. All people cared about was Bryce and Addison, and as if he cares, as if this is what he's meant to be on this earth for. Like, he's his own person. You could ask him real questions. You could talk about real things with him the same way you could with me. Our lives do not revolve around these people, and although, yes, he's amassed most of his fame from Bryce, that doesn't mean that his life revolves around Bryce. Um, and you have to remember that same thing with me, just because I've amassed so many followers because of one video I made about Bryce and Addison or a couple videos I made about Noah, it doesn't mean that my life is subservient to them. Uh, that doesn't mean that everything I do revolves around them. And frankly, as somebody with a job who's in college, who has things going on outside of TikTok, it's very, very frustrating to only be asked about them. But in a sense, a lot of people were mad at me because I said that Emily Hoodrat, who, whatever you want to say, she made a video saying if Bryce did in fact cheat on Addison, which I don't think he did, but if he did, 
Addison needs to learn how to boss up because at the end of the day, she's friends with the Kardashians. She's friends with all these people. She could have any guy. She could have any guy. And yes, I think that's a good thing for Radisson. Like, oh, but she chooses Bryce and that's so wonderful. But she really could have any guy. If she wanted to date Harry Styles, I guarantee you she could. If she wanted to, I mean, any of these single eligible people she could have. And so it makes me question, is Bryce really the best thing for her? Is she holding on to something with him? I don't know. I don't know. And I have to look at things from the best perspective for Bryce and the best perspective for Addison. Do I think that this is equally fulfilling for both of them? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't spoken to either of them about it. I don't know personally what's really going on in this relationship, but I do know that their expectations from their followers and from the media is ridiculous. I had this conversation with my friends, the Sway University girls, if you know who they are, um, about how they are held to this marital standard as if they are married, as if them fighting equals them getting divorced. This is a 20-year-old and a 21-year-old. They're going to fight. Heck, they might break up and get back together 40 times. Who knows? They are young and they're not married. They're not. They're not your parents. They're not, if they break up, it's not the end of the world and it doesn't really affect you. And it's very insensitive of thousands of people to sit around and act like them breaking up affects us. It doesn't, it affects them. And do we need to, should we support them? Yes, yes, we should support them. But that doesn't mean that it's our relationship to be concerned about. That doesn't mean that it's our relationship to freak out about. That doesn't mean that we should really get involved. Um, and frankly, do I think that they could potentially move apart? Maybe, maybe. Do I think it's going to be the end of the world? No. Is it the end of the world if they stay together and work on things and trust each other more and learn to be less petty? That would be great. That would not be the end of the world. That would be amazing. Um, because I do see a lot of immaturity that I did not anticipate being there when they got together. Um, the fact that Addison and Dixie rolled up to Saddle Ranch because Bryce was there with Tana is very, very petty and very, very immature. And if I was Addison's friend, I would have probably been like, good luck with that. I'm not going with you and you are not involving me. Because I have friends that would do things like that and I would laugh at them and be like, you are a petty, stalking, crazy girl. I'm not here for that. I'm not. Um, been there, done that. I'm through with that part of my life. Um, I probably did that in like sophomore year of high school and I've, I've definitely moved on. Um, on to a different couple. We have Trisha Paytas or Trisha Potato Salad, as Markel said, coming after Doa, which frankly, I mean, why does anyone care about Trisha Potato Salad anymore? I'm calling her Trisha Potato Salad. I'm taking that and I'm running with it. Thank you, Markel. Um, but why does anyone listen to her? She does make some valid points. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But she coats it in with all this bullshit. And it's like, how are you supposed to figure out what to listen to her on and what to not listen to her on? Because it's like, she's saying, and wear a mask at the end. Like, okay, yes, Trisha, that's valid wear a mask, don't travel, don't whatever. But that doesn't mean that Markel can't 
support Charlie. I, I'm really confused with her coming after 20, 21, 22, 23 year olds hanging out with people like Charlie and Dixie and Noah and like, what? <laughs> what? Yes, Charlie's 16, but she can hang out with whoever she wants to hang out with. And frankly, because she's one of the youngest influencers in this world, she needs to surround herself with these older influencers who have been through the thick of it and who understand the way this industry works. If she's not friends with them, she's getting set up for failure. She needs these people to back her up. So I think Trisha, again, is just clout chasing, looking to destroy their relationship, looking to destroy a person because she wants all of it to herself. She's jealous. She's jealous and she's trying to be relevant like she once maybe was and she's really just not. And I don't understand why we haven't canceled her permanently yet. Um, I say this all the time, but how many times can you cancel a person and still resurrect them from the dead? Like, I, I don't understand how this keeps happening. This cycle of Trisha becoming relevant and not being relevant and becoming relevant and not being relevant is really confusing and really exhausting. And she comes after anyone who is successful successful for being themselves because she's not successful for being herself. She's successful for bringing people down, for OnlyFans, for being a part of Shane's life, for being a part of, like, sh she's never been successful on her own as Trisha Paytas for one type of content, unless it's OnlyFans. And frankly, that's disgusting. I'm gonna throw it out there. Make real, like, there are people who have OnlyFans who use it tastefully and who integrate it into their own content, like Tana Mojo or Charlie Jordan or Erica Costell, but she's just using it as her source of income and that's it. She's not making real content to complement it. She's not making real music or in real movies or doing anything that people can take respectably. There's nothing going on there. So I have no respect for her. Never have. Probably never will. Even when she makes valid arguments and says some valid things, I just override what she said with the fact that she's just doing it for clout and it's annoying. She has no good intention in bringing up the real or the good. It, like, if somebody that had a serious platform and used it for good was mentioning something, I might take it more seriously, but it's her. So whatever she says just kind of goes over my head. Um, but that was about it for her. I'm going to do the TikTok questions now. Okay, people making fun of Addison's hair. Dumb, stupid, irrelevant. Literally, why? Does it change who she is as a person? No. Does it change anything about your life? Does it affect you? Is it going to kill you? No. It's not a threat. It's not a danger. We don't need to freak out about her hair. Clearly, she's somewhat insecure about it, seeing as she keeps wearing a hat. So let's just not talk about it. Like, who cares? Who cares if she's blonde? Who cares if she's brunette? Who cares if it's short? Who cares if it's long? It really doesn't make a difference. Thoughts on influencers stealing from small businesses? Okay, I think that this could potentially be an issue on a small business's part. I understand the want and the need to reach out to big influencers, but frankly, expecting things from them isn't really the way to go because they're working with such big brands that are paying so well all the time. It's kind of your mistake that you assumed that they were going to make content just because they sent you some things. And again, I don't know the full story, but that's what I've heard from people um, is that 
you know, they're ang- these small businesses are angry because they sent stuff and people said they were going to post and then they didn't. But even like think about um, what is the name of that brand? I think it's Unexpected. They sent tons of stuff to all of the different houses, super personalized, and they didn't ask. They made videos about it on TikTok, but they did not ask everybody to post in it. But yet everybody loved it and did. If they don't love it, they're not going to post about it, no matter how badly you want them to or whether you ask them to and they said they would. It doesn't really matter. I think that you have to understand things from a business point of view and that if it's not lucrative for them, they're probably not going to worry about it. Um, let's see. Thoughts on Bryce being set up. I, again, I don't think he cheated. So, but so many people that were there that night agree that he acted respectable. So I don't understand how one girl's story blew up the way it did when multiple other people were saying that he was not like that at all. Like, if 10 people say that you're a decent person and one says you're a terrible person, who are you going to believe? You're going to believe the 10 people, you know? Like, you don't go after one person's comment and say it's true, even though it's just, like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, And also, again, I think that none of this would have even come to surface if Addison hadn't said that they were in a fight. Nobody would have gone looking for an issue, but here we are, and they pulled this issue out of nowhere. Um, Thoughts on Quinn calling Bryce a domestic terrorist. Okay, Quinn even said within that podcast that she's a comedian and Bryce is just easy target at all times. So her saying domestic terrorist was a part of the fact that she is a comedian. So um, let's just remember she used that word in a comedic sense. She didn't mean it seriously. And I don't think any of what she said or done about Bryce and Addison is to be taken seriously. I think that she really assumes that she's a comedian, but people aren't reading her humor. People are not getting it. Some are, but most people are not. And most people are attacked. People are attacking her because her humor is so skewed and it is so specific and most people don't understand it. So I don't love her. Um, I think she kind of falls into the Trisha Paytas, Zoe Laverne. Um, what's that other girl's name? I don't even know. I totally... Oh, Ava Louise. I think she falls into that category of just like clout chaser trying to just stick to what's relevant and make content that is going to make people angry based off of what's relevant in order to get views and to grow their own brand um, because people will always hate. This world is full of so much nasty and disgusting hate that people will always, always, always follow someone who is hating on specific people. And it's all comes down to jealousy. Like, you all have to understand, please, if you take anything from me, please understand that so much of influencers and the hate that they get is just based off of jealousy. And there's two ways you can take jealousy always and forever. And here's the little therapy tidbit that you guys need at the end of this. You can be jealous of someone and grow because of it and say, I want to be just like them. I am going to motivate myself to be more like them and to take the characteristics that I love about them and start implementing them into my own life and trying to be more, be myself, but also love myself in the way that I look at and idolize this person. Or you can say, I am jealous of this person. I hate this person. I want what they have. I'm going to try and take it. This is for me. 
I, I can't and focus in on the them part of things where you really should focus in on the you part of things. And how can I make myself more like that person that I'm slightly jealous of and use it more in a, a kind way in an idol, like an idle way. I look, 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 <laughs> I am jealous of Addison Ray. You have got it all wrong. If you think I wouldn't kill to be her, of course I would. But frankly, I'm going to keep grinding and doing my thing and focusing on the things that I'm really good at and hopefully trying to build up my brand so that one day I can be half the influencer that she is. Same thing with Erica Costello. Love that woman to death. But I could totally take that and be like, I hate her. I want her boyfriend. I want her life. Why was it not me? Poor me. I should have been her. I should have made a big, had a big break. I should have been like, really? Really? No. That's not how we're going to live. We're going to be kind. We're going to be good. And we're going to focus on ourselves this week. We are going to change the world, all of us together. I'm going to manifest this with my little psychic ability that we are all going to do great things. I am, I feel like my big break is coming. I just feel it. Y'all, we're going to do this. It's going to be amazing. So with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you all. We are going to manifest good things into our life. Have an amazing weekend. And yeah, remember, if it's not your life, it's not going to kill you. Okay, bye guys.